Welcome to episode 47 of the official Average Boy podcast. I'm Bob Smiley. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I was waiting for you to say something like, a.k.a. the troubadour of truth, a.k.a. the awkwardly awesome Average Boy. Nope. Nothing like that today. Just good old trustworthy Bob. Hmm. Come to think of it, Bob. Yeah, Bob. Bob's a really trustworthy-sounding name. And I'm Jesse, editor of Focus on the Family Clubhouse magazine. Uh, what does my name make you think of? Uh, I'm, I immediately think of King David's dad in the Bible, or also someone who needs to find better jokes. Oh, well, speaking of jokes, Lori Elizabeth C. wrote in to us at AverageBoy.org and asked, Do you have any jokes about zebras? <laughs> well, Lori Elizabeth, we have a dazzling array of jokes about zebras. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there, Jesse, because, because a group of zebras is called a dazzle. Yep. You, you know, after all these podcasts, I figured out that some of the things you say actually have two meanings to them. You know, everything isn't just black and white. Oh, well played there, Bob. Okay, so get ready for a whole stampeding herd of zebra jokes, and I'm going to go first. What's black and white, black and white, black and white, and green? Oh, I don't know. Three zebras eating a pickle. <laughs> a pickle. Oh, boo! That pickle joke soured quickly. Okay, what kind of zebra can actually be spotted? Oh, I don't know. One that doesn't like to hide. (laughs) Okay, not not, not bad. Uh, Here's another. What is black and white, then black and white, then black and white and green? Uh, didn't you just tell that joke? Maybe we should do a podcast about remembering things. No, 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 this is different. See, it's black and white, then black and white, then black and white and green. It's it's a zebra in a revolving door that's motion sick. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, to slightly change the subject, what's black and white and red all over? A newspaper. What what's a newspaper? And remember, Jesse, these are zebra jokes. So the punchline is zebra with a sunburn. But <laughs> I I guess it could also be a zebra with a bad rash. Well, I think it's time to put an end to this rash of zebra jokes uh, with one more from the Jesse joke file. What do you call a boy zebra? Tommy. What? No, no, no. Uh, a zebra. Okay, thanks for the question, Lori Elizabeth. It, it's good to laugh. It's also good to be trustworthy, and I'm very trustworthy when it comes to finding ways to work our topic into a sentence. Oh, so that's why you called yourself good old trustworthy Bob at the beginning of the podcast. You want to talk about being trustworthy. Yeah, following through on what you say you're going to do is very important, but to be trustworthy, you have to have a plan. Oh, that's so true. You have to be like intentional to create good habits and then be consistent to build a healthy reputation for yourself. You know, that stuff doesn't happen by accident. No, it doesn't. For instance, I created a plan to make it to school on time every morning. I may not be the greatest student, but I do try to be punctual. I always start by grabbing my toothbrush, toothpaste, and hair gel to begin my morning routine, and I've also started allowing extra time to do each task separately to get ready for school. You know, 
multitasking is good, but it doesn't always save as much time as you want it to. Like like last week, it took me a few extra minutes to rinse the hair gel out of my mouth, and I needed a quick shower too. I I didn't want to go to school with toothpaste in my hair. Again. Well, at least the toothpaste would give your hair that nice, fresh, minty smell. <laughs> nice toothpaste joke, Jesse, but uh, I was on the crest of making a point. My aim was to scope out the plan I created to become more trustworthy, not not focus on toothpaste. Well, those are some mouth-watering jokes, but, but what's more, I, I like where you're going with this. Oh, thanks. I also have a plan for getting dressed quickly. I leave all my clothes on the floor so I don't have to waste time looking for them in drawers. Yesterday, I ran into my room, grabbed the first shirt I could find, and shoved my head into one of the sleeves by mistake. <laughs> that probably looked really funny. Yeah, my dad laughed too, but he did rescue me from my shirt. Then I ran to the shoe rack and made a mental note to start leaving my school shoes there. I didn't know where they were, so I, I grabbed a jogging shoe and one flip-flop. I secretly hoped it'd start a new trend at school. Uh, did it? I, I, I don't want to talk about it. Well, it sounds like your morning routine for school could use... A little work, uh, but the point is that it's important to come up with a plan that helps you be more intentional with achieving your goals. So if you want to spend more time with family, uh, plan a family game night. If you want to improve at sports, practice in a specific area that you want to get better in. And if your grades aren't where you want them to be, develop a system to study better and always get your homework in on time. We just did a podcast on homework, don't you remember? You, we really should do a podcast about remembering things. Anyway... Well, I might need a better morning plan. I am getting better with being trustworthy. Y you can just ask the Rays. Uh, the Tampa Bay professional baseball team? No, our neighbors, the Rays. Oh. Yeah, they asked me to watch their house when they were on vacation over Christmas break. They're, they're kind of new to the neighborhood. My job was to get the mail, feed the cat, and water all their plants. And I did awesome. Assuming awesome means uh, two out of three. Oh. You know, I, I did feed the cat <laughs> to my dog. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think we need to lay off the cat jokes. We don't want to upset all those cat lovers out there. Perfect observation, Jesse. And the, and the rays are definitely cat lovers because they made their cat an indoor jungle to live in. They have 18 real plants and three fake ones. So every day I watered the real ones, and I pretended to water the fake ones. Oh, did they pretend to grow? <laughs> Don't be silly, Jesse. This, this isn't the podcast for that. Oh, okay, maybe it is. Never mind. Anyway, Miss Ray left a vase for me to water the plants. After that broke, those glass vases are heavy and very slippery. Anyway, I eventually found a better way. I pulled the garden hose through the window. The only hard part was pinching the hose between watering each plant so the water wouldn't shoot out everywhere. This worked pretty well until the phone rang. I grabbed the phone, which allowed the hose to unkink, and it shot water everywhere. Oh, no. Uh, who was calling? It was Mr. Ray. Oh. He wanted to see how everything was going. I told him things were great, but that they were getting a lot of rain, and I needed to know where all the towels were. Uh, after I hung up, I, I got the towels and cleaned up the water. Now... I don't want to make a big deal about it, but later that day, I most likely saved the Rays' lives when I discovered their smoke alarm didn't work at all. Wow, saving somebody's life is probably the most trustworthy thing you can do. So what exactly happened? Well, it looked like the cat was getting bored with his food. It's, it's hard to tell, actually, because cats always look bored. So I decided to make him a hard-boiled egg. Besides, I was starving. 
My mom didn't like me using the stove alone, so I put the egg in the microwave. I knew it took about five minutes to cook a hard-boiled egg in water, so I set the microwave for six minutes to make sure it was good and cooked. You know, eating mushy eggs is gross. Yeah, and uh, so is the smell of an egg that explodes in the microwave. Wow, I wish you would have talked to me before I put the egg in there. Yeah, at first I saw a tiny crack start to grow through the little window, and then pow! After about four minutes, the egg exploded. What did you do next? I quickly opened the door. Smoke and nasty smell filled the kitchen. As I stood there thinking of a good egg salad recipe to make for me, for, for the cat, uh, I noticed the smoke alarm hadn't gone off. So I climbed up and checked the battery, and it was dead. It was totally dead. So I changed the battery and saved the Ray's lives. I didn't even charge them extra, but I do plan on buying the Ray's batteries and, and some more towels for next Christmas. Well, that's really thoughtful of you. And most of what you did shows a high level of trustworthiness. You know, when problems came up, you made a plan to solve them. Although I'm not sure about bringing the hose inside the house, that's probably not the best idea. Uh, but it sounds like you figured that out on your own. I did. And next time I'm going to attach the sprayer to the end of the hose. When the Rays got home, they said I did a great job watching their house. In fact, Jesse, they even gave me $80. Wow. After I paid them back for the glass vase and the cost to professionally clean their carpet, I made $3 that week. That's a personal record for house sitting for me. I was, I was very proud of myself. Well... I was proud of myself for a little bit. Then Mr. Ray asked where I put the week's worth of mail. Well, uh, two out of three does make you average. Well, above average even. Or super average in my book. <laughs> Speaking of books, oh, can we say anything yet? Uh, not, not yet. You know, I know we've been working hard on something, but we have to be patient. You know, a book doesn't happen overnight. There's writing and editing and printing and shipping. Uh, Jesse, you better be quiet, because I think you're saying too much. Hi, uh, you're right. But I think we're both pretty excited about making an announcement pretty soon. We just need to be a little more patient. In the meantime, I have an idea. Those rapid-fire zebra jokes at the beginning of the podcast were so much fun. Uh, what do you think about rapid-fire answering fan questions? Oh, far away. Okay. Chloe and Lauren B. asked the same question, what's your favorite book of the Bible? And then Lauren added, and what's your favorite letter of the alphabet? Oh, okay. I'll take the second one first because it's easier. B for Bob is my favorite letter. Also, a B sort of looks like a snowman, which I love to draw. And when it comes to books of the Bible, it's hard to beat James. You know, it's only five chapters long, so I can read it in about a week if I really stay focused. It also covers a lot of great things like asking God for wisdom and getting closer to God. But one of my favorite verses from James is from chapter 4, verse 17. It is a sin for the person who knows to do what is good and doesn't do it. Wow. You know, that's a great reminder to always follow the truth from the Bible and how the Holy Spirit is leading you. You know, I really like the book of James, too, but I'm a super fan of Romans. You know, there's lots of deep theological stuff to dig into with that book. Uh, great principles on how to live, awesome explanations of what it means to believe and follow Christ. You know, it's, it's a great book. Uh, when it comes to my favorite letter, I like why. Why, you ask? Yes, why? Because sometimes it's a consonant and sometimes it's a vowel. <laughs> You're such a word nerd. I resemble that remark. <laughs> and before we end this podcast, I wanted to talk about this question that Lainey sent in. She said, I feel that I have trouble connecting with my dad. I always feel like I can open up to my mom, but not my dad. Help. Wow, that's an honest question. And, and I actually have an honest answer. 
Sometimes it is harder to connect with our dads. You know, that's true. They tend to be gone from the house more or maybe they're at work more often. So spending time together is harder. And without that quality time, it's hard to feel connected and be able to open up. You know, one of the best things you can do, Lainey, is talk to your dad about the way you're feeling. Uh, Let him know that you want to be able to open up to him, get his opinion and learn from his wisdom. But also let him know that you don't always feel that close to him. You know, something that could help is if you give your dad a hug each day and tell him that you really appreciate all the hard work he puts in for your family. Oh, that's good, Jesse. And and one that helped me was finding activities that we could do together. You know, we have some really good talks when we're fishing and hunting and camping, uh, except for my dad tells me to be quiet because I'm scaring the fish. But maybe you could read the Bible together in the mornings or watch a show that you both like or, you know, go on walks. When you figure out stuff he likes, there are more opportunities to do things together. You know, like I said, my dad loves fishing, so we fish a lot together. (laughs) However, he's not crazy about climbing trees with me, although we did meet some nice firemen that one time. Well, that wasn't exactly rapid fire, but I hope those answers help. We always love hearing from our listeners, so if you have any questions or comments, just go to averageboy.org and click on the Ask Average Boy box. Yeah, and thanks for listening, everybody, to today's podcast, which is always a presentation of Focus on the Family. If you want to read Average Boy's hilarious adventures every month, sign up for Focus on the Family Clubhouse magazine. There's lots of information about how to do that at averageboy.org. Oh, and you can also call us to ask a question or tell us a joke by dialing 888-465-6595. Just please get a parent's permission before you call. Anyway, until next time, I'm Bob. And I'm Jesse telling you, don't be average. Be super average. <laughs>